0: Danielle Jenkins, what's going on today?
1: Well, we were just chatting about painting um, my downstairs that I tackled over the weekend, which was a fun project. I don't know if I could do it for a job um, or even a business because I would have to do that and I I don't know if I would do that, but I definitely give my hats off to the people that do because it is a hard job.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm sure it looks fabulous. Today, we are talking about subscriptions and why you should think about, if you don't already have one, some sort of recurring revenue in your business so that you have some sort of predictable revenue.
1: Yeah. I think it's a great topic because we oftentimes see the word subscription being used in something like a magazine subscription where you pay whatever, $100 and you get a magazine every month or you pay for one of those subscription makeup boxes or fishing tackle boxes. I've seen those too. Like there's so many of these subscription businesses. However, I think if we use the term subscription lightly and like you said, look at that reoccurring service for businesses and you can implement something like a subscription product or something even in a service business. But I think just having that repetitive type model, even if you do offer one time services, and that's kind of what you do in your business, having that repeat business is so important, like you said, for predictable revenue, repeat clients, I know for a fact that having that type of model even helps with customer acquisition costs, it keeps them lower, um, rather than trying to go out and get another client. So I guess if you want to share a couple uh, points on your experience with that and I will share mine and we can definitely help and give some insight to these people that maybe have um, those one-time services businesses, Some sorry, one-time service businesses, and then maybe they can implement something to one, not only increase their revenue, but two, have predictable revenue.
0: Sure. I think that, I don't know that this is anything revolutionary, but I do think that people who have single purchases don't think about having some sort of subscription or recurring revenue enough. The fishing site that I had, we did have a subscription business. So, and we required people to pay upfront. I will tell you that if you do decide to do a subscription business and paying upfront and even offering a discount, which you'll see most of the time, which even I think you could do in your business, if you told people, Hey, look, if you commit to six months, we're going to give you 5% off and it's worth Mm -hmm. or whatever it is, 10%. And it's worth doing that because, like you mentioned, the cost of getting a new customer far exceeds the discount that you're giving, so
1: mm-hmm. that's
0: how you really need to to look at that and to have that predictable revenue and For us, it was great because I knew how much how many members we had, and there's churn, so you do have to be able to model what churn looks like, but it does give you some sort of predictable revenue incentive to the customer to get a discount and stay committed. To the the program. The thing I will mention is, is that if you do do a subscription business and you do pay up and you do require, for instance, uh, people to pay up front. So I don't think Netflix does this, but maybe they do. I know we pay monthly, but if they mm-hmm. were going to offer 12 months and you save 5, 10%, and a lot of software companies do this, uh, software as a services online, especially, mm-hmm. they'll say, hey, if you pay annually, we'll give you 15% discount. When you do do that, you do have to set it up in your accounting correctly. So you do want to make sure you do that because technically if say your subscription is uh, $10 a month with the discount and they pay annually, you have to account for that every month. So you get $120, but in the first month, actually $110 since on your balance sheet as a liability. The reason that's important is for accounting and liability purposes and revenue recognition, because if you got all your members in one month and you crammed all your revenue into that year, you could wind up paying ta- more taxes and a higher mm-hmm. tax rate on that versus you're expensing it as you should be doing that every month. So I'm only mentioning that not to get into the weeds, but it's a, a lot of people make that mistake with subscriptions. But in general, for us, those subscriptions have always worked for me. Being in the software business, even in File Finder, we actually working on our pricing now that we're getting ready to release the app. And we're talking about a yearly subscription versus a monthly subscription. And the subscriptions also help you with transaction fees, because if you can get that money up front and you're paying that credit card fee and transaction fee fee once versus, Mm -hmm. I I know it could only be 50 cents, but think about 5,000 customers at 50 cents a month times 12 versus Time one time, you yeah. you get more money, and that money is just falling to your bottom line. So, yeah. it's important to start to think about that. And I think all businesses, what no matter what they are, can think about doing some sort of subscription package idea
1: of something, yeah, for sure. And I mean, that's great insight, um, especially with the accounting side of things. I know, um, it, it's a huge one because of that reason. You also, if you look at your books, you don't want to say you know, if you say you were looking at potentially selling your business, maybe they're going to look at your books if you don't do it properly or talk to your accountant about that. And they're going to go, well, how come in July you had $500,000 worth of sales? And in August, uh, September and October, you did 100,000. It just saves a lot of hassle and you want to make sure you do it right. But then moving into the next side of things like, with repetitive subscription or services. For us, for example, in the cleaning company that we have, um, Domestic Divas Cleaning Co., yes, we do one-time services, you know, one-time deep cleans. People are moving in and out of a home. People are listing their home and they just need that one-time service. However, most of our business is based on uh, I want to call it a subscription. It's not necessarily a subscription. It's reoccurring. However, it's the same type of thing. It's something every week, every by bi- or biweekly and every month where we can guarantee for the most part that revenue coming in. We know, say, for example, we have a hundred clients getting serviced every month then that revenue is going to be repetitive. We can base some things on that. It's that predictable revenue. So we do that where we do offer weekly service, bi-weekly service and monthly service um, on top of the one-time services that we do. And I know a lot of businesses who maybe are more built for a one-time service. Uh, For example, my landscaper right now, uh, Windsor Landscaping, they obviously do large jobs one time and hope that those clients are going to come back. However, you're looking at some type of business, for example, landscaping. It's not like people are buying houses and spending $100,000 on landscaping every year, right? So you want to look at that when you're looking at those customer acquisition costs, and repeat business. So we were actually chatting yesterday about, you know, could he rather than doing a one $100,000 job every five to 10 years, if people move that much, I'm not sure um, what kind of the repetitiveness of that industry is. However, could he maybe even if he subcontracted offer let's maintain your landscaping now, you know, and, and you can have us come once a week for a hundred dollars a month to cut the grass, shine up the the rocks that you've, or the pavers that you have laid down and, and get the weeds out of the flower beds or something like that. So maybe people who are listening to this, if they have a business that is more of a one-time service, could you implement something that Goes with that service that you could do repetitively to one, increase your revenue, two, have more of a guaranteed revenue, um, and three, again, you have those customers with you at all times, right? And as much as I love Will from Windsor Landscapes, after this project is done... I'm not going to be giving him any more money, right? And I mean, like, as much as we're friends, he's not getting any more money from me until maybe in 10 years when we get him to do another project or another property of us, of ours. So, with that, I like the guy. I want to be able to support his business, but he doesn't offer anything else on a repetitive level for me to continue that relationship with him and give him money. So that's just an example based on what's happening in my life right now, because we are getting our landscaping done. Um, but it's a prime example of a service that is fantastic and high ticket. However, other than the one-time job, they're not getting repeat revenue that they can guarantee. Um, For themselves. So I think it's very important if you do have a service of any kind, even a product, you could implement a subscription based. Like we're looking at implementing a subscription based for our product line. So, yes, we're a service based business with the cleaning company, but we also have our own product line. So now we're thinking of doing a product line box every month where a client can pay a subscription and get our product, a new product every month um, from our product line. So again, that's going to be one, increasing our revenue. Two, holding onto those relationships with those clients. Three, we don't have to spend as much to acquire those clients. And four, it just keeps that relationship going and we have more money coming in and guaranteed revenue based on that. So I think it's really important uh, for businesses to implement something like this. What are your thoughts, Brandon?
0: I agree. And you can create artificial demand in your business, for instance, by saying, hey, look, if you commit to six months or 12 months, we'll we'll guarantee that you'll have your slot. So you don't necessarily always have to discount something. You could just say, hey, if you don't commit to six months, I can't commit that on Tuesdays at 10 o'clock, you're going to get your regular cleaning because Mm -hmm. I've got to fill that slot. So you can create demand that way without, you can offer something and consistency and quote unquote, your spot could be the incentive for a customer to do that. So I think yeah. it's important. To, and I think everybody's business has this ability. So you just need to be creative and mm-hmm. think about that. And then you're going to have more predictable revenue for your business. And that's always a good thing. So, and more
1: money in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's always money, important.
0: <laughs> more money in your pocket. That's all. Well and, and I just,
1: I just want to add um, to your last comment there about maybe offering a discount or that um, that mm-hmm. demand for our service, for example, and, and all businesses should know this, you don't always have to offer a discount. For us, our clients want us there either on a weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly basis. We don't offer a discount if they want to do a bi-weekly service for a year. We also don't hold our clients into a contract. We have service terms, however, but we don't hold them in for a full year, for example. That said, um, you also have the option of maybe prepaying, like Brandon said, like you would with a magazine subscription. So, you know, we could, for example, like our clients, if they're on a biweekly basis, they, after the service every two weeks on a Wednesday afternoon, they get an invoice, they pay by e-transfer or credit card, whatever they want to do in that regard. So rather than waiting to pay after every service, Say we could send or have the option for them to pay for the whole year up front and they would get say 15% off or the last month would technically be free service or something. So that's also something to look at, but you don't necessarily always have to. It really just depends on your cash flow, on your, um, how your business wants to operate. If you want to get money now and, and have everything up front then maybe implement that. Maybe say we can hold you for on a biweekly visit, even for landscaping. I know a lot of them do. Um, You pay for the whole summer upfront, you get 15% off, uh, you know, from April to October for grass cutting, all of those types of things. So there's so many options. And I think like Brandon said, if you're creative um, and depending on what works for you, then then try it. And it's great. It, It keeps those clients around all the time. Um, and I think we actually spoke about this a, like a long time ago in one of our shows. We'll have to dig it up, Brandon. I think we were saying even service-based businesses that are seasonal, you could offer something to keep revenue all year, right? So um, I don't know, maybe landscapers are going to now offer uh, landscaping or or I don't know, maybe they have a, a subscription for, for putting salt down in the wintertime because obviously they can't cut grass in the summer, or sorry, in the winter. So then they can maybe adjust their subscription where from you know, summer months they do grass cutting and, and winter months they shovel your walkway and put salt down for you. So there are creative ways to one, always have income coming in, always have guaranteed revenue and and more predictable revenue. So just be creative. I think it's great for everybody to do something like this.
0: I agree. So if you're listening or you are listening, The ball's in your court. If you come up with something creative in a business or industry that's uncommon, please write into Danielle and I, and we'd love to share that with the audience on the air and give you credit and give you some promotion for your business. Danielle, this was fun. Um, Listeners, hit follow and make sure that you don't miss any of our future episodes. See you, Danielle.
1: Bye, everyone.